Hi, this is Ron Gilbert, and welcome to the weekly Thimbleweed Park Stand-Up Meeting Podcast. This week, I am joined by Gary Winnick. Hello. And David Fox. Hey there. And uh, every week, we go through what we did uh, last week and what we're going to do next week. So why don't we start with David. David, what did you do last week, and what are you going to do next week? Uh, last week, I... Again, fixed a bunch of bugs, although the number of bugs were lower because play tester, bug tester Rob was away, but now he's back and I got a whole bunch of new ones yesterday. Well, we should send him away more often then. I know. <laughs> I finally added in some of the minor changes I wanted to make based on my last play test with Noah. Um, finished off the new puzzle that happens on Main Street, and yesterday I got the new art in for that. And I finally returned to the stuff I was working on prior to GDC. So all the stuff that happened with GDC and then PAX kind of derailed me to, you know, I guess into Polish and other things. So I went kind of finally went back and was able to make progress on that part. That's what I'll continue is working on that area with Dolores and and what happens after you first meet her. So I think we're supposed to be done with the Act One sprint at the end of this month. So yeah. how are you how are you feeling about all that stuff and whether you're on track for doing that? I think pretty close. There's, I, mean, I think in my mind, it's still a little foggy where the where the cutoff of the Act 1 versus Act 2 is because I'm often wandering around between that and, and also in Act 3. I also did a couple of new rooms from Mark for the factory, and which is Act 3 stuff. So I'm, I'm kind of free, more free-floating, although with more of my focus on Act 1. Maybe with Rob being back, the focus on getting that done is there. But I think I think it might be worth double checking the list of what's left for Act One stuff on my plate because I don't think I saw that on the lists. It was more general, you know, bug fixes. Yeah, I think for the Act One stuff, that everything you're working on is pretty close to done. Yeah. I know Jen has a bunch of Act One stuff that she's still working on. I don't. My Act One stuff is all engine based. I don't. There's no content stuff with Act One that I think I have to do, except clean up some dialogues. That's about it. All right. So what are you doing uh, next week? I guess we start the Act Two sprint next week. Next week. Well, if I finish, hopefully I can finish some of the stuff with Dolores by today. I I have some bugs that are kind of Act Two ish that I want to kind of go back and fix also and. Other than that, I I'm, I'm feel like I'm more in React mode, like fixing bugs that come up and, and plopping a new art as it comes up. So I may have to kind of regroup and think of, okay, what else do I have to do to, to meet the milestones or the targets? I'm also getting ready for a short vacation at the end of next week. Where are you going? Going to Los Angeles to visit family and to go to the Harry Potter thing. Is it in LA, the Harry Potter thing? Is that like the amusement park or something? Yeah, part of Universal Studios. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I think I read the first Harry Potter book. That's the only. <laughs> I didn't read any of the other books, and I I think I saw a, a part of one of the Harry Potter movies. Yeah, I, I we liked it a lot. We kind of read those as a family as the books came out, and then we reread them after we went to the Harry Potter place in Univer in Florida. I'm a fan. And we we like a lot of YA stuff, you know, young adult fiction, because mm -hmm. um, that's what Annie writes. So we definitely watch a lot of that and read a lot of it. All right, great. Gary, what did you do last week and what are you doing next week? Well, I think a little bit like what David said, I'm a little fuzzy between where Act 1 and Act 2 kind of, you know, transition. But 
mainly been working on things for ThimbleCon and in the hotel right now. So there's, you know, uh, quite a bit of stuff to do just because there's a number of characters and there's a lot of, you know, animation and things going on because it's a, a crowd of people, you know, meeting in a place. So in any case, working through that, coming along okay, it taken me a little bit of time to sort of make sure I figured out how the rendering should be done for that. So working through that right now. Also this week, my son Alexander who's 13, ended up getting the chicken pox. I kind of forgot what stuff like that was like because my other kids were vaccinated against it. But in any case, it sort of reminds me of when I was a kid because, you know, he's just running a fever and he's got these, like, pox all over him. So Yeah, I think I got the chicken pox when I was, like, 22 years old. Oh, really? God, yeah, that must have been awful. Yeah, I never had it as a kid, and I got it, you know, much, much, much later. And it was, yeah, it was really horrible. Like I said, first we were trying to figure out what was wrong with him because it didn't even enter our minds that it was chicken pox. He was running a fever and he had we thought he had like flea bites or something on him. And then it appeared all over his entire body and we realized what it was and we were horrified. And we were like, <laughs> should we call the doctor? What should we do? And then we realized it just, they would just go, just let it run its course. You know what I mean? And like, you know, leeches. I think it's leeches, right? Uh, pretty much, as I said, just character animation. And we'll be continuing on that next week as well. Okay, great. Uh, for me, uh, last week, uh, working on the dialogues, doing a little bit of cleanup with the dialogues, and uh, Lauren is off doing some rewriting on some of the dialogues. Cause I think the dialogues were just too kind of long and complicated, and one of the things we had done is is just try to simplify them a little bit. So uh, we're off doing that, uh, doing that stuff, and uh, just kind of ongoing engine work. Um, I was working with Rob this morning on a bug. There's this weird, just hard crash that happens in the game, and it um, it's somewhat reproducible, but not like completely reproducible. I have not seen it on my machine, but uh, Rob and the other testers have seen it. And it, hap it happens uh, when you're inside the hotel. The game will just crash for unknown reasons, and I think it's related to the pseudo rooms, and I think it's a probably like a weird random memory overwrite so we're just trying to narrow that down a little bit so i spent a bunch of time uh, this morning working on that and i think that's going to be a little bit of a tricky bug to figure out that kind of stuff because if it was happening on my machine it would be pretty easy to find because i have the full dev machine but it only seems to happen on for the play testers so that'll be an interesting thing to find we did, I wrote a blog post about the kind of issues that we we're having uh, in the middle of Act 1. So I feel like those are kind of solved until we can play test them and see whether that really solved the issues or not. So I am looking forward to that. We're going to start some play testing next week where we start bringing people back in who had played the first part uh, of Act 1 and have them continue through the second part of Act 1 and on to Act 2. So that'll be fun because that'll be a whole new chunk of the game that we hadn't tested before and we'll get to see people playing. Um, the other thing we're going to do, we decided this last week, is we're going to go into the studio at the beginning of July and do all of the voice recording uh, for that little demo that we did at PAX. Because uh, we're going to show the same demo at um, PAX Prime. And we decided it would be really good if we just recorded all that dialogue. So people who are playing the game at PAX Prime will get to hear all the voice in there. And it will also give us a good opportunity to really test our whole voice system and make sure that's working and also the process of emitting the scripts and, and all that. So 
I had written some Python scripts that go through the script database and then they emit basically PDF files, which are the scripts for the recording artists. So I can just very quickly kind of go from this raw data to a script the recording people can use. And that's that's pretty useful to do. So I did that. And then uh, next week, probably just more getting ready for the recordings. I'll need to start extracting all the dialogue from the game on the rooms that are needed for the demo and get that stuff done. And then just kind of ongoing bug fixing and stuff like that. I don't think there's any kind of big meaty feature or anything that I need to work on in the next few weeks. So that is me. So have you like planned auditions for Ransom? <laughs> <laughs> I know that they've done a couple of auditions. They've they've sent me a bunch of files and I'm going to get them organized and then I'll put them up in Dropbox and then we can all listen to them and, uh, and see what we can do. So you're going to do any method acting? Like if you're going to throw a red clown fro on any of the actors when they walk in the studio? Yeah, they have to dress up as clowns. And they and they need to insult me nonstop and swear. So so I was curious about one other thing which you said before. When you record Ransom's dialogue, are you gonna have them record curse words or you what are you gonna do and bleep it out or had you figured that out yet or not? I don't know. That's a good question. I've been thinking about that. And I, you know, one of the problems is the dialogue is all written to have the actual word beep in there. Right. The, the dialogue does not have the swearing. So if, so if you know, Ransom says, I think you're an asshole, the dialogue is, I think you're a beephole. Right. That's the way I wrote it. And so that's what you know, that's essentially what the actor is going to be reading. You know, whether the actor will you know, be able to in, interject their own swear words or they'll actually read it as beephole. I'm I'm not really sure. So I think that's going to be one of those things that we're going to get Ransom into the studio and, and see how that all pans out. It would be kind of funny if, if Ransom was self-beeping. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just said beep. He, said, he really does beep. beep. He says beep. Oh, he's that, beeping, beeping. That's just going to be that. So, so Ron, you, you should have the another one of Ron's options, which should be read the real swear words, read it with like, you know, the actual beeps being, you know, one of those tones or have the guy actually saying beep this and beep that. Well, I think, you know, with, when I was writing the stuff, at, at first I kind of knew the swear words he was saying, but then as I wrote more of it, I just started putting the beeps in and I didn't really even know what swear words he was saying. It's not like I could suddenly go in and just replace those things with the swear words. And I think in my head, some of the swear words that he was saying were so bad that I don't know that I'd even write them down. You know, that's how bad they were. So I don't know. We'll see. It'll it'll be an interesting test. You just see a new Python script, which substitutes just, you know, <laughs> random swear words. That's a good idea, actually. <laughs> I kind of like that idea. Yeah, just have the actor read a list of all of the swear words that you can think of. I mean, I kind of like the idea of, of letting our players have the option of unbeeping stuff you know, if they really wanted to have it raw, but I'm not sure if you want to give that option. Well, that would require two versions of all of Ransom's lines because the beeping won't happen in runtime mm -hmm. uh, because you would have to have like in and out markers for all the swear words. So, you know, we'd essentially have to have, you know, Ransom's beeped line and then as a separate line of dialogue, you know, have the one with the swear in it. So that's that's the only logistics of trying to figure that out. Okay, well, I, I, before you wrap, I have a question in this, Ken be cut if you don't want to keep it okay um, is there beeping in it <laughs> no beeping <laughs> there's uh one of the next tasks that octavia has to do is a special case animation at the radio station and 
we talked, I talked to him today about the pros and cons about having this thing that the actor moves be embedded in the animation or keep it as an object that the actor has to interact with. I had the thought like whether it'd be worth having an option to let us change the Z sort of a specific actor's layer. Uh, that I can't really do. Can't do that. Okay. Yeah, because the actors are all rendered at the exact same time. Okay. And if we were to change the Z sort of an actor's layer, we'd have to render the layers at different times. So that's not really possible. So the only way I was thinking of like if their arm could be their body is behind this thing and their arm is in front of it or something. So the only way to do it would be to literally have two actors. Yeah. You have the the back actor and the front actor. Yeah. Running the yeah. same animation. Yeah, because just the way the rendering happens, okay. I can't really do that. I thought we were going to kind of do it where they where they just kind of almost hit this thing yeah, to cause it to move. That's that's what I suggested. But then he was saying that he had more flexibility if we did it the other way. But then I realized if we did that, we couldn't rotate this object and code it. Would look really granular, and he'd have to do it as part of the actor thing. It looked kind of crappy. So yeah, kind of beepy. <laughs> kind of beepy. <laughs> We'll beat that animation. All right. Okay. Well, I will uh, talk to you guys later. Okay. Bye. Bye. So, so yeah, so now we'll just ramble on while Ron, like, records us and we pretend like we don't know Ron is recording us or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I've stopped recording. Well, you can't, now that we're using this cast thing, I can actually see that it says it's recording. Oh, darn it. <laughs>